Like it shouldn't be your cup is full. That's no. bare minimum. It's not enough anymore. Yeah. It's not enough anymore. Your cup has to be overflow so that you have enough to give, but more than enough to flow back into yourself. Yeah. This is a Soul Fire production. You are listening to episode 164 of Yes And, and this episode is brought to you by our studio sponsor, Advocare, one of my favorite health, wellness, and supplement companies in the game. Guys, their supplements, specifically their workout supplements, biofuel, pre-workout, yeah, the rehydrate are my obsessions. I can't work out or really do life without them. So try them out. I promise you're going to love it as much as I do. And if you want to go shopping, do not pay full price. Please use our code FEELBETTER15. That's FEELBETTER15 to get discounts. Plus, every time you use our code, you're supporting this podcast. So it means so much to me. And guys, did you know you can actually try Advocare before you buy it? All you got to do is jump into I iTunes, leave a review of this podcast, give us five stars, screenshot that review, email it to me at hello at judyholler.com and I will send to your front door some of my favorite Advocare products. Please take me up on this. Try before you buy or if you're already into it, make sure you're using that code FEELBETTER15 to get yourself some discounts. All right. So did I tell you guys this, that my... um. My word of the year is queen. Queen. That's right. That's right. Queen. I just went there, right? So what does that mean? It means that I'm calling forth this version of myself that has sort of been lying dormant, but also this version of myself that I always felt (laughs) was a little bit too much, too audacious. So I sort of um, kept her hidden, kept her safe, sort of denying myself, I guess, and what it is that I really want to do and who it is that I really want to be in this world. And I'm not saying that I haven't been that or I'm not that, but there is a stepping into of something else. There is someone, this version of me coming and I can feel her coming. So, okay, great. Who do I need to be in order to grab her, to catch her, to make sure I don't miss her? And for me, stepping into and calling forth the queen felt Right. So because of this, this calling forth the queen, I am reading a lot of books on queens, historic queens, queens of the medieval times. And I'm picking up a lot of really great history on the mindset that made up these historic queens and certainly the mindset it took to be a queen in medieval times, which was one of grit and grace and a shitload of courage. And of course, deep, deep, deep abundance. Um, and that, and that is one of the things queens throughout time do have done really well. And it's receiving, receiving. A queen receives love, joy, pleasure, monies, opportunity, health, and even compliments um, with complete adoration and ownership. And this art of receiving is a requirement, really, if you want to call forth your internal queen, because if you can't receive a compliment, okay, how will you ever receive your dreams? Right. And the queens throughout history have learned how to tap into these abundance codes. Uh, And so have many, many men and women since the medieval times to truly generate abundance. So whether it be more, more wealth, more joy, more, more opportunity, um, you know, whatever you desire can be yours. So I thought, let's crack this code, shall we? But the problem 
in cracking that code is that most days as high achievers, as entrepreneurs, as business owners, as boss babes, as leaders, we run more masculine more often. And the masculine energy of doing and achieving and spreadsheets and meetings and power and dominance, it's great. And it's critical to succeed, right? Um, But it actually, if you're not careful, can close the door on abundance because it doesn't carry the energy of receiving. So this means that if all you do is grind, 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 you are actually blocking your blessings. So today I'm going to bring back to the show, that's right, for appearance number two, my girl Jessica Zweig, to talk about this um, as she recently on her podcast, which I'm going to link up to in the show notes. It's so good. One of my favorites. She talked about abundance codes. And this is a, an episode that I think will be great homework on the other side of this episode. Uh, hers is about 20 minutes long. It's a solo episode. It's really easy to, to digest. So um, I loved the episode so much and I thought it was so powerful that I thought, okay, let me call Jess, see if she'll come back on the show to share in her words, these abundance codes. Let's crack into them. Let's tap into them. Let's click into them, right? So that we can really be and step into and call forth what it is that we truly want in our lives. I mean, Jess is the perfect person to do this with. Her best-selling book, B teaches you how to increase your net worth by increasing your self-worth. Her award-winning multi-million dollar personal branding agency continues to make big waves in the world. And personally, she has claimed that 2023 is going to be her wealthiest year yet. Yes, queen. So today we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about wealth and money. We are going to talk about making money and loving money and giving money away. And most importantly, receiving receiving money. So let's do it. Here's my conversation with Jessica Zweig. Jessica Zweig, you are back on the show. Back, by the way. I was thinking about it this morning and I did not have time to go through all 100, your episode 164, all 164 episodes. But I want to say, I believe you are the first the only other person that might have been on twice was Vanessa Van Edwards. I think you might be my first or second repeat on the show, which is whether, and Vanessa's the shit like you. So sorry, like, you know, not, it's not very often we bring back guests. So thanks for being back on the show. I'm, I'm so excited about this. You're such a goddess. Thank you for having me. You're a goddess. That's a big deal. I'm honored. <laughs> Being a repeat guest is is a just a form of flattery because you know you did you did well enough to you know it's such a gift coming into someone else's community. So right. you know, thanks for having me twice. Yeah. Okay. And so I think this is good though. You posted literally this morning. I think it was this morning on Instagram about like, hi, it's this really beautiful photo of you, and we're going to talk about transformation and abundance and the codes and generating more wealth, right? Um, you posted this beautiful photo of you and you say, hi, a lot of, you know, people, you know, we do this. Hi, lots of new faces. Um, a lot of people that are new around here. And then you go, but hold on, I'm new. Like I'm new. <laughs> so you may be new, but I'm new. So you might've been rocking around here. Cause I've been following you Jess, um, for, I don't know, five years, but like you're new, you're new. Hi. And so you are new and, and you just came into this interview with a really great story. Do you mind giving us the cliff notes? Because we're running a little late. You're starting yeah. your day at 11 a.m. Central yeah. Time, which is a departure from old Jess. So talk to me about your morning and even the mindset you're sitting in now. Yeah, the old Jess for the last six years got up at 
6.15 and started her day at 7 a.m. Like no morning routine, went straight to my work, worked until 7 p.m. Like that's what I believed I had to do to build a business. And I'm grateful for that version of myself. I love her. I honor her. I have compassion for her. But this morning, um, you know, here I am on the other side of this transformation in the transformation, which I know we're going to talk about, got up and decided to take a two hour hike uh, before my day got started, rolled back home by 930, uh, had a a questionable uh, bug bite on my body. So I ran (laughs) to a minute clinic and was there for an hour and wasn't really all that stressed about it other than you your podcast and being on time to it. But it's like, wow, I, I was able to take this whole morning and yeah, it, ca- mm. it was nourishing and it included a curveball, but I had zero like guilt around like being away from my desk. Like mm. I, I dedicated my morning to Jessica and that's how I've been starting most of my days. Obviously I do very different things mor- morning to morning, but just the freedom and the permission slip and the, and the peace of mind that comes from this like simple concept of like, oh, wow, Jess, you're allowed, girl, to do whatever you want to do to feel good every day. And that Damn. has been like the biggest quantum leap. Mm, so good. Thank you for that. And it's so funny. I said to Jess, I'm like, oh, life is improv. Like, it, again, like none of us have a script, but what a transformation. And, you know, Jess, we've talked about this. I've, I've worked with your agency and we've had conversations about this, but I think it's important to share because, um, yes, you are, a you are running and you have built and created a, a personal branding agency and you're in the business of helping people brand themselves, shine a light on themselves, shine a light on their work. Um, but I think you're really in the transformation business because in order for someone, you're welcome in order for someone to shine a light on their business. They have to step into that version of themselves and believe that they are worthy of it and ready for it and able to hold it. So when I worked with your agency, yes, I left with some great tangible branding strategies, things we're still using today, but most importantly, I left transformed and an even more confident version of myself as a business owner and an entrepreneur. So I'm guessing, you know, where you are today, not freaking out about starting work at 11 a.m. is a transformation in itself. And all of that internal work you've been doing is how your agency has been able to transform as well. Like, tell me about how you doing that work on you has literally blown up Simply Be, the people that are attracted to your business, the people that come into your business and the work that goes out of it. Because it has to start here. What you put in comes out, whether you yeah. like it or not. I, yes. I mean, listen, I, I believe your business will only grow to the extent of which you grow as a person. Ooh. Okay. Mm-hmm. That, that is the truth. Church. Yes. Thank you. Well, I love being in your presence because it's like going to church too, Judy Holler. But this is, <laughs> and this is why we vibe. So, yeah. um, you know, in the last six years, I mean, I've been on this personal growth journey for a while and it's really accelerated during these Simply Be years. And that that has been a huge, the success of my business and the explosion of my business has been a testament of that. However, in these last few months, as I've tapped into the light codes of Egypt, the abundance codes, the goddess frequencies, all the things I know we want to chat about, I feel a shift, obviously, in, in myself. Like I've never felt this way in my life, but my business energetically has mapped to that because it all starts at the top. No matter if you mm. run a thousand person company or a 10 person team, 
if you're the face founder owner, it starts with your energy, the way you show up. You don't even have to say what you're, what you expect. You demonstrate what you expect your team to do and how they need to behave based on how you show up. Yes. Yes. So I came home from Egypt and brought home this statue of ISIS and I put it in my lobby and I held a whole team meeting and I said, this goddess in Egypt told me that I need to rest, that I need to have more balance and that I need to slow the fuck down. And so I'm going to put this in the lobby of our office for everybody to feel the frequency of whether you believe in this stuff or not. She's here to give all of us that permission. Yeah. And so good. And my team was like, here for it. And every single person on my company, and there's now, you know, 20 or so folks have said to me all in their own way, literally the last month since the year started, Simply B has never felt this peaceful. Simply B has never felt this aligned. Simply B has never felt this fun. Like Mm. this, and and I've, I've built a pretty cool culture in the last six years, but it's never been like this. It's some, something is different. And that's because I'm different. Mm, Damn. So good. And I love that you say, no matter what you believe in, um, whatever your beliefs are, and you may think, um, you know, maybe some of the choices they make or the things I do, maybe, maybe it's for you or not for you, but what you're giving to these people, your beautiful tribe, your ensemble really is the permission because yeah. if you're going to go get it for yourself, you're showing them the way and you're also in empowering them to go get it for themselves. And listen, happy people do really great shit inside companies um, and miserable people don't, right? Like it, what, if you're miserable outside of work, it's going to affect work. If you're miserable in work, it's going to affect your home life. Like, so there is yeah. this like holistic harmony that needs to be addressed. And I think you have been able to go find that for yourself. So it's bleeding into your work. And I know that um, you did. And guys, I'll link up to Jess's podcast in the show notes. She's done a couple incredible episodes on her uh spiritual journey and just sort of personal journey to to Egypt with one of her best friends. And I highly recommend it. But on the back end of those episodes, you recorded an episode about these abundance codes. And it was about 20 minutes and it's a solo episode. And I was so shook on the other side of it. Um, And I just told everybody in the intro that, you know, my word of the year this year is queen, really calling forth that energy. And so I'm studying the medieval queens and the historic queens and the choices they make and the way they command rooms and the way they make decisions decisions and big meetings to a king where they could literally get beheaded if they don't get it right. So they pray and they get quiet and they think and they go for walks. You know, the queen calls in what she needs from an abundance perspective uh, in order to receive the answers. So I know I, I like have full body chills already. So let's talk about these four codes because, you know, um, it's powerful and guys, Get ready to take some notes here because if you really hear what we are saying here and practice them, we are, Jess and I are living proof because <laughs> we're doing it that you can, you can really achieve and receive anything you want. Um, and it has to begin with code number one. You have to unlearn. You have to forget everything you think you know about money and wealth. So talk to me about the unlearning. So we all are part of the matrix, you know, that's just the the water we swim in. And that's part of this human experience, but we've been programmed, right? To, to operate from a place of, I, I believe at the end of the day, a lot of fear, 
right? Like mm-hmm. there's the highest frequency, there's duality on this planet, love and fear. And love manifests itself in lots of ways and fear manifests itself in a lot of ways. And fear manifests itself primarily, it can, in scarcity, um, competition, jealousy, mm-hmm. FOMO, right? And this yeah. idea of um, imposter syndrome, smallness. So we all have these like programmings that like we go to college, we get a degree, we go get a job, we make a salary and like we can grow that salary by like 7% year over year. We can go start a business and be an entrepreneur and, you know, may- maybe turn it into a seven figure business if, if we work really hard. Right. And and so there's yeah. these like narratives that we all have that are just narratives or stories are not true. And whether we believe that we have to, you know, work really hard to make money or money can only come from certain sources or there's not enough money in all the banks for me to be a billionaire. Like we all mm-hmm. have like these unconscious and conscious beliefs around money. And, you know, I've, I've been in that world myself. Like I can only make money in my agency or I'll make money from selling courses or I'll make money from a book deal, but I can make money like like selling strawberries if I wanted to, like, you know, like I could make money in any fucking direction I wanted to. And when we like really unlock that, you know, I, I had this aha, just kind of give you a tangible. And like a couple of days later, I got an email from a shoe brand Mm. that wanted to partner with me to create a simply be sneaker and, you know, a limited edition line and I'll sell it to my audience and I can get some of the profits. And I was like, huh? And I'm doing it, by the way. It's going to be a dope Ooh, shoe. I was just saying, are you doing it? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Can't wait. This, this is the game. It's the this game. This is the game. It's the game that the aliens want us to play because they just, <laughs> you know, human beings think that we're all like stuck in this reality that we're all blind to. And they're like, they know the truth. And so that was just such a beautiful moment for me. Like when I had this unlock of like, I don't know, I can make money in so many different directions. Yes. And then like, boom, in my inbox here's an opportunity to make money in a way I never in my life would have considered. Would have ever dreamed. Would have, would have ever dreamed. I love it. And I think, you know, it is a permission to dream about what's possible, which we're going to talk about. It's one of the codes, but it's also, we have to give ourselves the permission to unlearn, right? And like, Jess, you probably grew up, we're Midwest girls. You know, you grew up the way I grew up. You know, you know, the money doesn't grow on trees and, you know, rich people, um, you know, rich people are dirty and selfish and greedy and money itself is dirty. Wash your hands. Like my dad, you touch that money. You better wash your hands. That is dirty money, right? Rap, more money, more problems. Like the things that are in our earbuds, like a lot of the soundtracks, right? And so of course, of course we, we are blocking it because we are being controlled by these false narratives. So I guess my final question in this abundance code, like the unlearning. Step one is to forget everything you've learned. What were some of your early money stories versus like just now and Jess's money stories now? Like, you know, where did you start and where are you now with it? I think the biggest, biggest unlearning that I've had around money is that I have to work really hard to make it. Mm. That unless I kill myself, unless I hustle, I don't deserve, I don't deserve it. It's not, it's like, it feels so good to be self-made. It feels so good Mm. to work really hard. It feels so good to earn my money. And it's like, no, like money, I can just decide I want to like sell something to the universe and it will come and I don't have to try it all. Like that's the fucking unlock. So that's, that has been the biggest unlearning for me. Like I, I didn't really grow up thinking people with money were dirty. Um, I thought people who, 
I was taught that people who are flashy with their money. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. Right. But you know, and, and even I see people like that it's like, everyone has their own expression of wealth and what makes them feel proud and go you. I don't really judge in that way. I more judge myself. If I wasn't working hard enough, um, I didn't deserve it. And that's, that's a lie. It's a lie. Yeah, it is a lie. Okay, guys, isn't this episode juicy? I know, I know. And I'm pausing it right here because I do want to remind you that if you are digging this content, ideas like these, transformational conversations like these, well, you'll probably dig my keynotes. Yeah, I'm a podcaster, but my main job is to work as a keynote speaker and I take ideas like these and beyond to main stages at events all around the country. My interactive keynotes are designed to help participants like you use the experimental ideas from the improv theater and apply them to the unscripted stage of everyday life so you can keep moving, transform, right? Create more abundance in your life, avoid regret, embrace change, take more action, all the stuff we're talking about here today. So I have main stage keynotes, virtual talks, of course, and custom workshops. And truly our best leads, my best clients have come from you inside this community. So if you have a sales meeting, an annual conference, a team training, or a virtual event, call me. I'm your girl. Or email me at hello at judyholler.com. Send a DM to me on any of the social media um, or use the link in the show notes to reach out. I can't wait to work with you. Okay. Back to the show. I wonder what your thought is on the seasons. I think a lot of times, because people say, well, it's easy for you to say you've gotten to this place now. You've you've mm-hmm. earned it. And, you know, I, I get it. I, I think there are seasons. It's like people who have little babies. You know, you're in the season of having, a, a you know, an infant. So your life is going to change. But it's a season. And teenagers aren't teenagers forever. It's a season. And I think when you're in the build of something, of course, you're going to have seasons of oh my God, I'm in this. Like when I was building my speaking business, the first three, four years, man, I was on any stage I could get on. I was speaking for free. I was in the grind, right? I was in the masculine, more in the feminine. Um, But it didn't mean that I wasn't protecting my feminine, that I wasn't building in habits and practices that are serving me now. So while I wasn't like, do you have like, I I don't know, do you have any thoughts on that? Because I get this kickback a lot. Like, oh, easy for you to say, girl, like you're doing it. You've built the business. You've you've made the money. So, okay, of course you can flow with it. But like, I'm building something new. How do I, how do I stay, you know, in, but don't you think that's an unlearning? Don't you think that's an excuse and a broken soundtrack a little bit? I think that it's, I think that we're in, we don't like, live in a linear timeline that goes like this. We live in a, a circle. It's a cycle. It's rhythm. Yeah. It's like the moon. It's like the earth, right? Seasons. Things die to be reborn. They expand. Yeah. And seasons. Then yeah. Seasons. And like when I first started Simply Be, I was in that hustle mode. and I, But I was so in alignment. Like I yeah. fucking love getting up every See, day. See, there and, you go. Yeah. Exactly. And those first few years when I was like really growing my business fast and was manifesting all this money, I felt so alive and I loved working hard. I loved working every weekend. Like it made me so fulfilled. And then I was in a lot of abundance. And then, you know, I'm not going to beat around the bush. Like 2022, just last year, I fell into so much scarcity. I was in the hustle grind darkness. Like I had blown up my team. My payroll tripled. You know, all of a sudden I had to, I lowered my salary last year that I could mm. afford my, my team. Your team. And 
And my husband did too. And we didn't really save a dollar because we poured it all back into the business. And like that, that was a year of like real hustle and scarcity around money. And then, you know, I went to Egypt and like, (laughs) got your shit, got your shit reset. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. I love that. Yeah. So I'm not here to stand on a soapbox. I think it's really us like being in this dance of learning and unlearning, learning and unlearning. And yeah, I will say the learnings that I've had recently are so new and so significant and came from a galactic source that I, you know, really am here to play out with these new codes, which is why I did this whole episode about it. I love it. It's so good. And guys, if you're listening to us and you you can't see or feel yourselves in this because you're sort of... um you know, maybe you're feeling some, some imposter syndrome or I'm not there yet. I'm not as far, I'm not as far as Jess and Judy are, or, you know, easy for them to say, okay, first of all, we've got to remember, um, there's an unlearning that needs to happen here. And if you are in alignment, maybe you are in the grind and you are building something new, but if you are in alignment and you are in your purpose, babe, keep moving. It's all coming to you. You're doing it. But if you're sick and you have gut issues and you're breaking out and your relationships are destroyed and you're not sleeping and you're snapping at your people, then, then, okay, these are red flags that you are not in alignment and you are not in your purpose. So trust her, trust that internal knowing. So I think that's a great tactical answer to the person who may be feeling well easy for them to say, as opposed to, you know, um, sort of finding a way to sort of understand that, yeah, if you're in your purpose, it's okay to be in a season of, of deep hustle while you're building something bigger. Yeah. Um, which is a great walk into um, receiving, which is abundance code number two, uh, getting the help you need, receiving what you need in order to get what you want. Let's talk about receiving. Give me your thoughts on that because this, this is a big one for me. You can't be a queen if you can't receive. This is one of the major, major queen dumb abundance codes. So let's talk about it because it's hard for us. It can be hard for women to receive. To- beyond, Espe- mm-hmm. especially women. I mean, look, we are givers. We give to our partners, our teams, our kids, our communities, our pets. Like we just, you know, we give and give and give and give. And we are actually denying what I consider to be the highest feminine frequency of the divine feminine values, which is receiving. Mm -hmm. We have all these values under, under that frequency of you know, compassion and play and beauty and stillness and connection and empathy and all these beautiful divine feminine qualities. But receiving is like the holiest in my the grail. Like it's the ultimate practice for us to really allow to like lean back and attract and become that magnet. And it it has to be a practice. We can't just expect one day to wake up and say, I'm just going to be a receptacle from now on and just like (laughs) lay back and let life come to me and let it all happen and, you know, trust and surrender. No, it's like a, it's a conscious micro daily practice. And I say in that episode, and one of my most favorite sort of mirrors of how women deflect often from receiving is when we receive a compliment. Like if someone says to you, like, Judy, I love your shirt today. It's beautiful. And you're like, oh, thanks. Jessica, I love your hair. Look so, did you recently get it done? And you like deny the fact that I just gave you a compliment. Oh no, Jessica, I love your, your sweater too. Where'd you get it? Like yeah, we as women can't even fucking accept a compliment. How are we <laughs> going to accept 
millions of dollars? How are we going to yeah. accept the book deal of our dreams? How are we going to accept the love of our lives to choose us? Mm. Like, right. So my favorite practice, when anyone says anything nice about me to my face, mm-hmm. I stop, I take a beat. I look in that person's eyes. I put my hand on my heart and I say, thank you. I receive that. Yes. And yes. for a long time, Judy, here's the rub. I didn't even fully believe myself. Mm-hmm. I didn't even fully always feel myself receiving it, but I said it anyway. And wow. I trained my mind to, to finally do it. Yes. And when we really allow ourselves to take in the good of our lives without feeling like we had to do anything to deserve it, that is, it's actually my favorite abundance code. Me too. Hands down. Hands down. If you can't receive a compliment, how will you ever receive anything you desire? If you can't, like, you know, I've been playing this game um, with the universe as I I sort of work to receive, right? I love the the game. So whether it's, you know, me try travel a lot. So it's, um, which is interesting though. I'm even flipping that script on his head on its head and redesigning and reimagining my business so I can be more in my life here in the desert, you know, and which is interesting, like receiving more of like, I don't know, and it's working. And that's a whole nother conversation. But I play these games to to really open up the receptacles, right? Like to to sort of call in all the stuff I want, I have to like be on the lookout, right? So whether it's I'm traveling and a guy goes, and I could easily put my bag up, you know, I lift those weights. But when a guy goes, hey, can I put your bag? Can I got? I'm like, yes, yes, babe. Thank yes. you. Yes. Thank you. You even said on the podcast, you go, yeah, you get an extra bag of fries with your order. Thank you. I yes. receive yes. those fries instead yes. of, oh my God, hi, sir. Someone's got like these, these things we block. And then the other game I'm playing and um, it's been really fun is like whenever I see money, like, you know, you're walking around or you'll see like a penny or a yes. dime or a nickel. I am like... Show me the money. I pick it up. I clean it off. I put it away. I save it. I put it somewhere. Like it is still a receiving. It is still an energetic transfer, right? And it's all these little games you can play, whether it's a compliment, a bag of fries, your bag in the overhead, or someone on your team going, hi, what can I take off your calendar this week? You go, yeah, thank you. Here's what you can take off. Or here's like, how about I just delete these five emails that really truly don't even need a response? You know, yeah. how, how, how can I receive that space in my mm-hmm. inbox, right? And so I think there's so many opportunities um, for us to receive either help or more, more space, more, more money, more, more compliments, just more support, and we're, we're blocking them. Um, so receiving, it's a big one. It's a big one. Um, so that is number two. So number one, we've got to forget everything we know and unlearn. Number two, we have to receive, right? If you can't take a compliment, how can you ever earn the money you want, right? How can you ever get um, that big that big financial paycheck, right? That you are dreaming about. Maybe it's a million dollars. Maybe it's a hundred dollars. Can't, can't get that if you can't take a compliment, girl. So work on Absolutely. that receiving. And then number three, do it with joy. Do it with uh-huh. joy. So let's talk about this because you're stepping into this big time this year. Yes, I am. I mean, okay, think about it. When we are um, in a positive vibration, we're literally like radiating, like we become this antenna, we become this signal, we become this magnet. When we're yes. stressed, when we're unhappy, we're contracted, right? We're blocked. We're not looking at like all the possibilities. We're only looking at what's not working. And 
the universe wants to have a conversation with us. Like you have to think about money. I um, love this. Yeah. You have to think about money. Like, um, you're from, maybe your audience is familiar with like Abraham Hicks, like Esther Hicks, like channels, Abraham, or like I channel the Palladians, like there are goddess frequencies. Well, money is it's imagine it's its own frequency. It's its own set of a chorus of voices and a, and a personality, if you will, in the universe. Money wants to talk to you. Money wants to give to you. It wants you to have money. Money wants you to do good with it. So if you're a good person with good intentions, with a big ass purpose, it's meant for you. Like money knows, yes. like you're it's yes. in good hands. Money knows. Money knows. But the only way that you're going to be able to receive more money is if you are open, if you are positive, if you are in your light, mm. because that's when money knows it can call you because you're going to pick up. When you're contracted, <laughs> when you're stressed, when you're in scarcity, like it's like money's calling, but the line is dead. Line is dead. And so how do you open up the line? You get into your joy. Mm. Like that's that, To me, that's like your only job is to seek out joy, to raise your frequency. Yeah, so you can call in money, but also so that you can attract everything you want. Great friends, great love, great experiences, great impact. Yeah. For people to feel you in a in a in a positive way, like let that be your legacy. Yeah. And then the money will reward you for like living in that vibration and following your purpose in alignment. So Joy was really ultimately like the headline from my trip to Egypt was like, yo, Jessica, this yeah. human experience is meant to be blissful, girl. Like you get to be in a body that gets yeah. to like eat good food and wear cute clothes and kiss and <laughs> yes. hold hands and cuddle yeah. and, and follow a purpose and travel the world. Like enjoy it. You're not yeah. having any fun with it. And and yeah. I was like, okay, got the memo. And that is like such a um one of my favorite quotes I ever heard, I read in a, like a spiritual book a long time ago, my friend Gina Morota, who I know you know, show this yeah. to me. Um, and it said in that book, joy is the lubricant for abundance. Yes, it is. So good. So good. I mean, you know, these are the good old days, like right here. Like this, yeah. these are the good old days. You know what I mean? And I'm always That's remembering that. You you also said when you were talking about this abundant abundance code, do it with joy, like bring it into your work. Because if you can't yeah. be grateful or gratitude for the work you're doing now, how can you get the work you want? You know what I mean? So I always think about that. That's an abundance code. It's a, a receiving. But you said, because um, I know there's someone listening, well, oh, but what if things are just tough right now? Like, what if I'm just not in the role? What if things are, and you said something that was so great that like sort of shut down anyone saying that. You go, all right. So if you don't feel good, or if there's not enough goodness around you, go make it, go create it. And you go, I create it. And, and there you go. Boom. Like mic drop. It was like, okay, go make it. Like, no, who's coming to save you? Like there is no one, like you make it like it's all inside you. And so I loved that really beautiful reminder. So it sounds like you're out there, even on the days that are hard, like you're out there making it for yourself. Like you're finding ways to go create the good every day. For yourself. Can also, your- yeah. Can I also add to like, Please. you know, there was a large portion of these last sort of six years of my cycle and rhythms of like expansion, contraction, expansion, contraction, yeah. where I, I reached burnout, right? Like I've burnt out quite a few times building this yeah. company and that's real, Same. right? Same. When you are physically depleted, it's hard to find your joy. 
when you're physically depleted, you're overworked, you're over-traveled, you ha- you aren't sleeping, you mm-hmm. you're not rested in your cells, right? It's right. hard to to like emanate joy when you're in this like deficit. So, my advice to that person who might be listening to this and be like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, but I don't feel like a morsel of energy to get into that place." My advice to that person is find your rest. Like take a vacation, take a break, like get some resources around you, nourish your body and your mind in a different way. Like in order for me to have been able to get into that frequency, I actually had to step away from work for 15 days and go on a trip like that, which I get as a privilege and a luxury. I get that. So in certain ways, I say that Egypt saved my life because I was really like, I was about like to dump my business. I was like, I can't do this anymore. I'm so freaking over it. I'm so tired. I'm so burnt out. So before we can get into our joy, we have to restore and fill our cups. That's Mm -hmm. they go hand in hand. So I would really encourage somebody who's listening to make that their priority of resting and restoring and healing that burnout place before we can elevate into a frequency of joy. Beautiful. Beautiful. So many of us are operating at a joy deficit. So we're just barely, so we'll do enough to, to, to fill the cup. But what if we started overfilling the cup so that when we go give, we're now back at the height of the cup. So when I go on the road, my cup is so full that when I go on the road and I come home, I still got a full cup because I am constantly working on an overfill of the cup. Does that make sense? Like, this is a new concept. Like, I love that. Like, that just hit me. Like, let's fill, like, we always talk about filling the cup. What if we overflowed that cup? Because I feel like you have to, what's the opposite of deficit? I'm blanking out on that word. It's just like an abundance of, I guess, or just an overload of it. Like, so go rest. Yes. Go take the time. Take an extra vacation if you need it. Take two sabbaticals. Like, whatever you can afford or do, get an overflow. Amen. That's, that's the game. That's the, that's the, that's the game. Yes. Like it shouldn't be your cup is full. That's no, bare it's not enough it's anymore. Full. It's not yeah. enough anymore. Your cup has to be overflow it so that you have enough to give, but an, more than enough to flow back into yourself. And that yeah. is, that's me or the priority. And that is really, I think the practice, because when you get into that state of overflow, like Joy, it's like your natural state of being because you're full, you're nourished. Yes, 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 yes. And this requires us to, abundance code number four, dream bigger. Like dream bigger. Like, okay, Judy, I'm just trying to get my cup full. But what if, what if, what would overflow look like? What would overflow look like? And I think this is why abundance code number four is so important, like really having no limits and it is dreaming bigger. So let's talk about that and your perspective on it, because this is another way um, to block our blessings, right? Like for the phone, like the the, the abundance phone is always trying to call you. And if, yeah. if you're not going to receive the call, if you're not grateful for what you already have, and if you are hanging out in these limiting beliefs, like it's going to keep missing you. So how are you dreaming bigger and how would you instruct someone to sort of to sort of step into that space of dreaming bigger if they feel nervous or afraid or a little less than that frequency? Yeah. yeah. Well, when I first started my business, I came up with the motto for it. It was called sky's the limit. That was like my that was my dream. And then I was I had a conversation one time with a shaman 
who mm-hmm. was like, of course she did. Going, <laughs> just natural day in the life of Jessica. Yes. And I was like telling him about my business and my motto. And he was like, no, no, no. Don't put the word limit in your motto. Words are wands. Mm. Sky is the beginning. The sky is the beginning, Jessica. It's not the limit. And so I changed wow. it. That's that is my- big. Well, words are wands. You said that uh, years ago on a podcast. And I remember writing that down because I'm like, yes. And interesting. It's why I've even stopped using the word want because want means lack. It means you don't have something. It's why I hate yes, but, but is a brick wall. It's a stopping of action, right? Um, the, the sky is the limit. I've never thought about that before. Why would we put a word that carries the energy of not having into what we want something to go become? So what, what did he have you edited as um, at the beginning? What was it? Like just the sky, the sky is the, the sky beginning. Is the beginning. Shit, the sky I love that. I love That's that my motto, so much. Baby. Yeah. I the never knew that. And it's proven to be true. And my my team that's been with me, like so Julia, yes. Julia, Alexa. Alexa, they we always say every day, every month, every year, we're like, it feels like it's just the beginning. Sky's the beginning. Sky's the beginning. It's wild. Ooh. It's like we just we've been at this for a minute, but we feel like we're always just getting started. I love it. And I would say, you know. There's like, you know, this like conditioning we have that we can only be this thing in our lives and make this amount of money or have this amount of accolades or success or notoriety. And it's like, it's all just a construct of our mind. And so getting really clear on the limits that you have consciously, unconsciously, and really naming them right? And looking at them and asking yourself, is this true? Is this fact? Who said this was, this was the way it was going to be? Probably nobody but you based on your own perceptions and comparisons and, you know, potential, uh, ineffective parenting or, you know, schooling. And, And so I would really challenge yourself to like, if there really were no limits, what would be possible for you? Who would you want to be? What do you want to do? Where do you want to live? Who do you want to work with? How much money do you want in your bank account? What would you do with that money? Yes. Like write yes. it out and then look at that and, and any blocks that come up that you question it or you're like, ah, no, that I don't think that's going to be possible. Like ask yourself why, who said, yeah. who said, who said, oh my God, nobody but you nope. and the, the the voices in your head, which aren't real, that yep. aren't part of the programming. So tune into your heart, turn, tune into your body mm. and like really feel into what's possible versus thinking about what's possible. And you can I decide. Love that. You can decide. I love that. You know what I heard? Um, Lori Harder, I know mutual friend, she on her show was talking about how, and she might've picked this up, um, from Brendan Bouchard, but they, they were talking about abundance and all this stuff. And she's like the practice I'm running now, and I have totally stolen it and borrowed it. And guys, please do, because this is an abundance code practice. Um, she's like, I now, when I do my gratitude, I am thanking I am, I'm not just saying grateful for the things I have now. I am doing gratitude for all the stuff I want as if I already have it. So 
So that looks like, like I'm dry when I drive in my car, I pray. Like when I'm going driving to the gym or whatever, it's like, especially in the morning, it's just my ability to sort of pray, source God, higher power. Just thank you. Oh my gosh, here I am. What a day. And like just the little things I say on the way. And I have now stolen that. And I now go, okay, well, let's play this game. And so I'll go, I am so grateful for my house in this up on these hills. Like I am so, thank you for selling out my course. I am so grateful for the hundreds of students. Like I am so grateful for my new team. I am so, thank you so much for the X amount of money, the partnership, the brand collab, the, um, thank you so much for a million downloads of my podcast. I could not be more grateful. And here's, so you get with the game, you get the game. And it also is sneakily like helping you do it with joy receive, right? Forget everything you've unlearned and dream bigger all wrapped up into that one practice, which I thought was such a tactical takeaway that I had to share with you. Cause I don't know if you do anything similar, but I am playing I that game I, right now. I do. And, and it's really, um, important to unattach. Like one of the biggest things that I've learned, like I have these big expectations and yes. dreams, and then I get attached to them. Yeah. And then sometimes they don't come to fruition and then I'm left disappointed. Yeah. And if I just really like, if you can believe it, it's, it's available, it's possible. It doesn't always mean it's going to come in the form and the timeline <laughs> that you expect it correct, to, correct. but it's, it's, if yes. it's in your mind's eye, it's in the universe and therefore it can exist. And so I've learned to really unattach from like outcomes. The results. Yes. Right. Yes. Right. So, and I love, this is like really man, like a manifestation practice of like being grateful for what's coming as yeah. if you already have it. Yes. But the, but the flex is to not hook on to it and attach to it. Yeah. And you can't attach your self-worth to what happens on the other no. side. You can't attach your self-worth to other people's opinions of your work or or you. And so that is a practice in itself. And, you know, again, you could gratitude the F out of that. And you could be like, I am so grateful that I am not attached to the success of, you know, or the whatever. You, you can start to work that practice again. This is why the I am power statements are always just a really beautiful way to start the day. Um, Jessica, this, like, we could obviously talk abundance codes and all all things spiritual, Palladian, Palladian magic. Um, <laughs> I know, seriously. Well, I just got to get, I'm reading the book you suggested all about uh, Palladians and where the light comes from and all of that. And it's been, like um, you said, um, nighttime reading and sort of a bedside Bible, if you will, really helping yeah. me tap into things that are so much bigger. So I feel like uh, you are um, a fellow light worker, and I'm so grateful to be in your orbit. And thank you for sharing this with our fam because you guys, these are game changing ideas. And um, you know, listen, when you get richer, when you get on stage, when you do well, when you crush it, everything raises with it, right? Like it's proof that we all can too. And so there is no no um, reason to guys be, be afraid or, uh, live in scarcity. Life is way too short for any of that bullshit. So let's go get the money. Show me the money. Um, and let that be your mantra and these abundance codes will help Jessica. You're just so fabulous. Thank you for being you here, are. babe. I love you, babe. You're, you're the best. This was such an honor to come back. I love that. This is what you wanted me to come back and talk to you Can about. Can you believe it? We've changed. We have evolved. Elevated. Yeah. We, we have elevated. elevated. I just love you, Judy. I'm always in your corner. You know I that. gotcha.
Love you too. And guys, go stalk Jessica. Go find all the things. Get her book, consumer content. Uh, she's in the show notes. Jess, we'll see you soon. Ciao. Bye. All right, y'all. I mean, can you even, can you even, do you feel, do you feel like you have a framework? I mean, that's how I feel about abundance codes. I feel like, okay, great. And I keep them on a little post-it note, by the way, pro tip in my office on a little, on on my uh, big iMac computer screen, right? Always thinking about these four things, right? Receiving, receiving the help I need, receiving the things that are coming my way, forgetting and unlearning all the broken stuff, right? Doing things with joy, dreaming bigger, all of this, right? Has to be front and center if you want to live a front and center kind of life. So let me know what you thought about this episode. I had so much fun chatting with Jess again. And of course, always adore being here with you. So talk to me on Instagram, shoot me a DM, send me an email, hello at judyholler.com. Go to the show notes, check out all the things. And until we meet again right here, next week. Stay brave, babe. Keep shining. See you soon.